stop letting yourself doubt keep you from saying yes and putting your name in the hat. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Reagan, and you've discovered Unicorns Unite. This is a podcast for freelancers, service providers, virtual assistants, and curious listeners who would like to experience the freedom and flexibility of working virtually. We're the magic makers, movers and shakers, and the real people doing the work behind the scenes of online businesses. Welcome to Unicorns Unite. Before we jump into the podcast, here's a message I want you to hear. If you're a virtual marketing assistant, it's not just enough to understand the technology. It's not enough to be in the minutia of your client's business. The expectation now is that you can write supporting copy for your client's thought leadership. Every business right now is marketing around ideas, concept, and dreams, and you have to be able to help your clients articulate this in order to make any kind of money and deliver value as a marketing assistant. You have to understand basic copywriting to be successful. Do you need to learn how to write a novel? No. Do you need to set your services up as a copywriter? No. Do you need to be able to write a complete long-form sales page? No. But you need to know how to sell yourself as a writing assistant, be able to write blog posts, show notes, social media captions, client emails, pull quotes, email sequences, you need to be somebody who can support a business owner's dream with skilled copy. And that's why I convinced my friend, copywriter Michelle Hunter, to reopen her virtual writer course. There's only 20 spots. If you want in, join the waitlist at emilyreaganpr.com slash virtual writer. That link is in the show notes. Now let's move on to our episode. Hey, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Emily Reagan, fellow freelancer. I made this podcast with my digital marketing assistants and specialists in mind, specifically those of you inside the workgroup. I really want this podcast to focus on what comes next. You started your business, you're doing the work, and how do you become better? I really pride myself on doing my best work. I usually put my clients' businesses before mine. I did that for years. I'm not saying you need to do that, but it's just really important to me. I might be fighting a little bit of touch of perfectionism, but I always want to do my best. I think reputation means everything. And I was thinking about what I wanted this podcast to be about, and this is really like a love note, love message, some tough love to those of you in the work group, but really anyone else who is starting a business and having a hard time finding clients and having that confidence to go all in with it. I know for a fact that there's so much work out there. I am in this very privileged place to talk to business owners. I've shared about 1,700 job ops with my small community. These are all business owners who wanted to work with somebody like me, and I'm able to pass on the jobs to my digital marketing assistants, virtual assistants, the specialists in our group. And I built this business out of this need for connection. Business owners were attacking me when I went to a conference. They wanted to hire me. There's not enough of Emily to go around. So I thought, why don't I just create my own army of unicorns who can take on this work? They got to start their knowledge with knowing marketing and being able to help clients with this constant rat race of content marketing that needs to happen, building the funnels, website updates, all those little things that just end up being too much for them that a regular admin person has no idea and doesn't even want to touch. 
And so it's kind of bold. It's kind of bold to step into a marketing role when you don't have a four-year degree, when you don't have a master's degree in marketing. And truth be told, I have a minor in business. I have an MBA. I took some marketing classes. I've studied a little bit of marketing here and there, but it was all very surface. It was very theory. It wasn't very application. And times have changed. I am now officially over 40, so times have changed greatly. It's even intimidating for me to step into this marketing role, and I've been doing it for a long time. I've had so many jobs in PR, marketing, and journalism, but I still am like, oh my gosh, if I meet someone with a marketing degree, it can be intimidating. But it all comes down to things that we teach inside the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistance School, being able to nurture an audience, create a demand for a product, and ultimately have this vehicle to sell. Now, marketing and sales are different, but they kind of go hand in hand sometimes in the online space. Like sometimes we're creating this vehicle that sells and we're not the ones jumping on the discovery call. We're not the sales team. We're not having those sales conversations on behalf of our client. Like That's a whole nother online person and highly trained person who's going to do that. But what I'm seeing inside our work group is just this I don't know how to explain it. This waiting around for the perfect job, the perfect job description. And it's such a weird, weird place to be because on one hand, we're like, yeah, you're self-employed. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. You get to call the shots. You get to live the dream life. You get to do only tasks you want to do. But it's also the reality of when you're just starting, you kind of just have to do the work. You kind of just have to say yes and handle the task. If your client is not in a place to hire 15 different people, they just might need your help doing something you don't love or something you don't really know how to do. There's an interesting study out there about how women are less likely to put their name in the hat for a promotion unless they meet 100% of the requirements, whereas men will still put their name in the hat if they only meet 60%. That means women as a whole are sitting around and waiting for it to be the perfect scenario before they're willing to raise their hand. And that's not going to make you successful in this online space. You have to be willing to go for it. It's uncomfortable, I know. Put your name in the hat, even if you haven't done anything. So with these jobs that we're getting, we ask business owners to fill out their top tasks. And sometimes they're ridiculous. Sometimes they want someone who can copyright, engage on social and video edit and website design. And truly, that person does exist, but that person is also hard to find. Hence the whole thing about a unicorn, right? We're rare, mystical. We do exist, but it can be hard to find. So sometimes if you just fulfill one of those tasks, you're helping the business owner. Like they need a little dose of like reality here right? But if it's something you want to learn, if it's something you could quickly do, if the video editing is just trimming a video before you throw it into Kajabi, absolutely do it. Raise your hand and go for it. Don't let that stop you. These business owners need us more than we need them. The proof is in the putting in the amount of jobs they have and jobs that are not going fulfilled. So side note, if you're listening to this and you're not in the work group, please put your name in the application process and we'll let you know when our enrollment window opens again, because there are lots of jobs where we don't have enough people applying for it. I just don't want you to put these walls up and limit the opportunities to yourself. My first retainer freelance client on retainer asked me to do something I had never really done before. And I said yes, because I knew I had the confidence to figure it out. And there will be tasks that you don't love. It's okay to pass those off after a while, but get that business owner going in a happy place and especially where they can afford it. Or if you can lump that task with another position. 
You don't have to wait to be perfectly ready to say yes. You do have to push out of your comfort zone. And this is how you get your foot in the door. I can remember when my big client, Jennifer Allwood, was first adding Instagram. She wasn't in the place to go hire a new Instagram expert. I mean, she's rocking it at Facebook. And I was like, hey, I can help you. Let's keep it in-house. Let's figure it out. We got this. You know, the algorithm can't be that much different than Facebook. There were some nuances to learn, but we had to start somewhere. And that's something I could get going for her. And eventually, yes, we needed a full-time social media manager. Same with YouTube. Eventually, we needed a full-time YouTube specialist. At least I got it going. I got that experience. And now I turn around and help my clients all the time with their YouTube. It's really interesting how women generally, I mean, most of my students are women. I mean, I can't deny that reality, but women are just less likely to, in general, negotiate for higher pay. We're less likely to start a business. We're more likely to underestimate our intelligence and performance. There was a study that asked women how they thought they did on the test. And as a whole, women thought they did worse when they actually did better. It makes me so sad. We need to have this attitude that we'll just go for it. Have you ever heard of the Dunning-Kruger effect? It's this cognitive bias explanation where people with low ability and expertise or experience regard a certain type of task and they tend to overestimate their ability or knowledge, right? So it also can work the opposite. People who are high performers, like you and me, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a high performer. We have a tendency to underestimate our skills. Gosh, I did this for copywriting for years because I was looking at other people who were doing the work, who had already achieved the status and the notoriety, who'd already had the results stacked behind them. And I just thought, like, I'm not in that boat. I can't do that. And the reality is that was just me underestimating my skill. I've had this skill all along. It just hurts me when I'm seeing these jobs going with no one throwing their name in their hat because they're afraid. And I just don't want you to be afraid. You have the resources out there to say yes to the job. You have the trainings inside the work group. You have trainings in the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School. There's YouTube and Google. And then there's a peer network who can help you. Hey, I'm interrupting my own show to ask, have you taken my quiz? If you're wondering how to combine your services and skills in a unique unicorn-esque way, then take my quiz to open your eyes to the possibilities. You can see where you fit in to this whole online business world. This quiz is based on the DISC personality. It will be unique to you. I'll take what you're good at, what you already know, plus your personality traits, and give you suggestions on how to adapt to the online space and combine your uniqueness in a way that makes you totally hireable and an in-demand unicorn. Go to emilyreaganpr.com slash quiz or check it out in the show notes. Back to the show. Now here's where it gets sticky when the job description is requiring experience, when they require three years of virtual assistant experience, run. Because somebody with three years of virtual assistant experience, thinking that this is like admin project manager type level, they're already going to be at $45 an hour. They're not going to be the same $22 an hour higher that this business owner might be thinking. That's stupid. Anyone going somewhere is going to see the value of their work. They're going to have gotten results and they're going to have already doubled their pay. Do you see the power flip in that? They're going to have a real hard time filling that position. Then it's up to you to get on that discovery call 
work through this marketing conversation that Michelle Hunter taught us an episode or two ago and show them why this isn't going to work. If they're having trouble filling the position, that's indicative that they got it wrong. They got something wrong, either the title, the task, or the pay. And you can work them through that and give them the solution, which is you at your rate. So here's also where it gets sticky. What if you have no experience? I was talking with a friend who was looking for tech help, and she needed hourly tech help. And it's a funny situation because if you have worked in one tech, but you haven't necessarily done another, it doesn't mean you can't do it. It just means it might take you a little longer. You might have to triple check things. You might have to do a little research. So how can you fight that? Well, here's one idea. Do a project quote because you know, you already know it's going to take you longer because it's your first time. So if you have a, a Zoom active campaign tech integration to do, don't say, I've never done it, but I won't charge you as much. Just say, hey, that'll be a hundred bucks. They don't need to know that. I mean, omitting is kind of a form of lying, but like when you're confident in that pricing, like no matter how long it takes me, this is all it will cost. They'll be fine with that. The last thing they want is a surprise bill that something took you seven hours because you charge hourly, your rate is $35 an hour, and it really only should have taken you two. So if you know it's going to take you two or it should only take two, just start out with a two-hour project price. Leave it at that. Be confident in that. You can also go through the motions of setting it up as a practice, right? That will give you all the experience you need. Or you could say something like, hey, I've done ConvertKit. I've done Kajabi. I haven't necessarily done this one, but I have this resource. I have a friend who's done it in my back pocket, and she's going to double check it for me. And I will be available to you to make it right. I'll never charge you when something didn't work. I'll never charge you if it takes longer and you can rest assured. Your power position is the fact that they want consistent, reliable help. They don't necessarily always want a retainer, but the fact that you will be available next time they need you and some kind of supportive teammate ongoing long-term relationship, that's your power play. Walk them through this in your discovery call. So why haven't you hired an employee? Okay, so you don't have 40 hours to give. All right. Well, why haven't you hired a admin VA? Oh, because they don't know tech. Well, why haven't you hired an overseas VA? Oh, because they don't know English or they're not on the same time zone or they don't understand marketing. Walk this client through the different solutions available to them. Oh, why haven't you hired the active campaign expert? Oh, is it because she's $500 an hour? Get them to admit why other solutions aren't working. You'll be in a pretty position even if you don't have the experience. That's the power play. I feel like I should title this podcast The Power Play. But really, I wanted it to be a pep talk and a dose of encouragement to not let some of the no's, some of the rejections you've gotten in the past keep you from putting your name in the hat. The most powerful thing you can do right now is getting experience, getting clarity, and building your reputation. Right now, as a freelance marketer, specialist, digital service provider, manager, whatever we call you, there are four R's that are the most important to you right now. One, reputation. Building your reputation, being known for getting things done, for doing high quality work and doing it quickly, that will cement you in the place of premium pricing. Reputation. Results. Moving into the place where you can charge more for 
what the worth of the service is, how valuable it is rather than the time it took you. Got to track your results and you've got to get results. To get results, you've got to do the work. Then we have repeat business. We can also say retention. Having clients come back to you in a retainer. All right, I'll throw in three extra R's there. That says everything. If clients are coming back to you, there was a problem. There was a huge, huge problem, and you might not even be aware of it. I think about this nail salon I went to where, oh my gosh, I walked in and it was just an awful experience. She was so distracted by everyone else coming through the door. I have never actually wanted to walk out before. She was squeezing my finger. When she was buffing my finger, it kind of like went through the nail bed. Oh my God, it hurt so much. She was being so rough with me. She kept jerking my hand around. I've been at lots of nail salons. I know how to sit there with my hands still. She kept me like acting like it was my fault. Like the customer service, the experience was so poor. I will never be back at that nail salon. And I will tell everyone every time I get my nails done not to go there. I physically was in pain and hurting. I thought she was going to buff through my finger bones. She'll never know. I'm not going to take the time to leave her a Google review. I'm not going to take the time to write anything negative. I'm just never going to go back. And so she will never get my repeat business. Years from now, karma, the way that they treat people, they're going to wonder why they're not making revenue and why their seats are empty. It's because of that. The little things and how you treat people. And it was a horrible, horrible experience. Oh my God, I should have walked out. I'm mad at myself for not walking out. And the last thing is referrals. Referrals are crucial to your business. Word of mouth referrals, what people are saying when you're not in the room, talking about you, shouting your name because of your reputation results, that is the key. You've got to be doing that. Well, how do we get to this level? I mean, it seems like the chicken or the egg, right? You've got to say yes to some of the work you don't want. Stop acting like you're too high and mighty to do some of the jobs. Just freaking do it. Get in there. Wow them. And then start doing the work you really, really want to do. That's what you got to do. Your takeaway today is to trust yourself. Stop letting your self-doubt keep you from saying yes and putting your name in the hat. Put your name in the hat. Go through your confidence training from UDMA school. Do the positive self-talk to pep yourself up. Put your name in the hat. They need you. These business owners need your help. They're suffering out there. There's too much to do and they don't have a lot of good people they can trust to do the work. They need someone reliable. They need someone they can count on. They need someone honest. And that's why our jobs are blowing up right now. They need that unicorn and those soft skills that you have to figure things out, to be adaptable because you're the one who's been naturally good at different things. You have a variety of talent. You're the one that volunteers to do the extra you get the extra duties as assigned, you're that person, you're the great multitasker, you're the one who works well under pressure, you're the one who can juggle different tasks and be organized and be creative, that's your biggest selling point. You will take care of it, you won't let that task die, it will get done, and you won't be sending a bill for quadrillion hours for it to get done. You are helping business owners when they can't find the right person. Beautiful thing is you get to make money at the same time. You got this. Just say yes. Okay, this is a short episode. 
Thank you for joining me today. If you find this podcast helpful whatsoever, would you please tell a friend? I know podcasting is a nurture strategy. It's hard to get a podcast in front of new ears these days. So you sharing on Instagram, you telling a friend who's in a similar situation, that helps the most. And of course, a five-star review is always helpful. And that just makes me feel good. So thank you. Thank you. All right. I'll see you next week on the podcast. It was my pleasure. If you want to start earning income as a digital marketing service provider or digital marketing assistant, you only need your laptop. You can tap into what online business owners really need help with by downloading my top 10 most requested tasks. These are the services I did for years for my clients behind the scenes. You can take this download and apply it to your own business and start by offering these very same services. If you want to niche down in digital marketing, this is your guide. Just use the link in the show notes or go to emilyreaganpr.com slash services. So with these jobs that we're getting, hey, can you guys be quiet, please? So with these jobs that we're getting, what's up with cats interfering in podcasts?